0: to you here today as it is a senior night turning into a senior day here at Altamont Community High School and we're set for the irregular season finale a day later than expected but that's okay as the weather has drastically improved here this afternoon for this one between Altamont and Windsor's Two Straws. Welcome into the broadcast position here in the Crows Nest. My name is Travis Sparks. And I'll be uh, calling all the action tonight here on the voice of Altamont Indian Athletics, 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM, also streaming online femradio.com and on the fem radio app as well. Altamont, comes into today's contest, the regular season finale, 18 and 8 overall, and a 6 and 1 in the National Trail Conference. Wednesday's Two Starles comes in a three games below 500. They are actually 13 and 16 on the season and a 2 and 5 in uh, the uh, National Trail Conference. Last game out of four Altamont as it was a uh, nearly a pulling off upset against the number one team in Class 1A, and uh, St. Anthony won that one on a Tuesday to take the regular season conference title, and uh, they did that by the final of 41-2 of 37. Not the best start of four Altamont, as it took them a little bit to get on the scoreboard there in the opening quarter, but once they got the ship righted, they actually stayed with the Bulldogs there, and uh, that was a great performance by Altamont on a Tuesday. I know Coach Nieberg said in the postgame, in which we do agree that there's no moral victories in sports, but just how well they played on a Tuesday night gives this Altamont Indian team a lot of confidence going forward, just how uh, shorthanded they were with the bench. Uh, you know, a couple of players uh, hurt slash sick. Eli Miller was sick. He's back here today. He was warming up. Down there with the rest of the uh, seniors, so he's back, ready to go, and uh, shorthanded. But Altman still almost pulled off the W as they had uh, the lead at one point there in the second half, and uh, KD had a great look there in the fourth quarter to potentially tie it up at 40. But it just not was it was not meant to be there on a Tuesday night against St. Anthony for Altman's first conference loss of the season, and they'll finish up the regular season here today against the Hatchets, and it was actually, uh, let's see who led the uh, team in uh, scoring there on uh, Tuesday night, as it was kind of a balanced effort there from Altmaugh, and the last game before Winter's Two Straws was on a, last Friday, as they lost 56-55 against Counter-Hare Beecher City. They're actually tied at 12 after one quarter. Winses' Two Straws actually had the lead after the at halftime and after three quarters, but A strong quarter by the Bobcats in the fourth quarter. And CHBC was able to get the win there as they outscored the Hatchets in the fourth, 21-12 to get the come from behind a victory uh, there. Connor Manhart, the uh, senior for Windsor Two Straws, he had uh, 19 points to lead the way for the Hatchets. Also, junior Jackson Gurgle had 18 points in that loss last Friday. And uh, this is a rematch of the opening round of the uh, NTC Tournament. On January 23rd, it was Altamont with the win, 71-44, to open up the uh, tournament there on uh, that day, and it was four in a double figure for Altamont. Kata Miller had uh, 17 points, McManaway and uh, Dylan Elam both had 13, Eli had 11 there. Obviously, we will not have uh, uh, Dylan Elam uh, tonight with his injury focusing on baseball uh, there for the rest of the way, so... Uh, that's uh, one thing that's going to be different for Altamont. But it looks like everybody seems to be dressed and shooting around back. Ben Radel is down there warming up. Eli's down there as well. Elam is getting a couple of shots up uh, here and dressed here on a senior day. So maybe we might see him after all here today. we will just have to wait and see if Coach Nebry gets him into the lineup, maybe late into the game at some point there. Uh, but uh, it was a great start for Altamont on that day, 17-4. to they got out to the early lead uh, there against Windsor last time out. Three ball was a uh, falling for Altamont on that night, at least in the early going uh, there, and they rode that to the uh, victory uh, there. Uh, it was uh, Gurgle leading the way of four, went to two straws. He had 15, and uh, Gracie, Nathaniel Gracie, had 11 there, and uh, Jackson uh, Gurgle ended up making the all-tournament team uh, there for the NTC uh, tournament, and, and, of course, Caden uh, Miller and Kade Millville made the all-tournament team of 4 Altamont on uh, that week. And uh, this is uh, closing out the irregular season here, and I uh, had a couple of games pushed back from uh, last night to uh, today, and we had some girls' regionals uh, postponed to today as well due to that nasty weather we had uh, last night with the uh, snow, and then when the snow finally stopped, it uh, was just a slushy mess, and uh, some of the main roads were great, but some of the more uh, untreated roads uh, there that why is pushed back here today. And uh, Altamont honoring six seniors or six basketball seniors uh, here. Had a lot of band seniors that they honored as well. Dance members, flag members, and also cheerleaders as well. So uh, senior night turning into senior day here today. And uh, hopefully it is a good one for the Altamont Indians. But when the strong, trying to play spoiler, with Coach Lee here today. So, looks like both teams are ready for the National Anthem, and the band is out there going to be performing here today, the National Anthem. So, we'll step away for the National Anthem. It's brought to you by King the Insurance Agency, and we'll be back with a tip-off of the regular season finale between Altamont and Windsor stu Straws. And we'll be back in a few minutes after the Anthem. You're listening now to my Indian basketball here on Jack and
2: Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School for a senior day for Altamont. let the uh, starting five first for the uh, Windsor Two Patches as they are the visitors here tonight or today. Uh, number 10, Connor Manhart. He's a 5'10'' senior. Number 12, Aiden Sayers, is a 6'1 sophomore. Number 15, Jackson Grogle is a 6'1 junior. Number 22, Nathaniel Gracie is a 6'3 senior. And number 50, Brody Hendrickson, he's a, a 6'2 senior as well. Again, that's Manhart. Sayers, Google, Gracie, and Hendrickson. The a five or four uh, out or four wins and two strong here this afternoon. Coached by Shane Smith, assisted by Mitchell Martin and also uh, Jeremy Cheney as well. The 5-4 uh, Alciman uh, is going to be five seniors. Number one, Alec Yarhouse, the 5'10'' senior. Number five, Kane Davis, the 5'10'' senior. Number 14, Eli Miller, he's a 6'10'' senior, back in the lineup and back playing today. Number 24, Aiden McManley, is 6'3'' senior. And number 42, Kaden Miller, a 6'5'' senior. So again, it's House, Davis, Eli Miller, McVantley and Caden Miller, the 5-4-out And they're coached by John Nieberghe and assisted by Trent Cool and Brian Zuko, the assistant as well. I turned off the lights here, but the uh, glow of the still daylight outside kind of was redundant, but uh, trying to make it a festive atmosphere here on a senior day uh, for us here. So uh, winter's two straws in their traditional uh, green uniforms on the road and, and kind of with uh, dark blue numbers with white trim and Altamont in their home white uniforms with black numbers and orange trim there for the Indians. So regular season finale, the postseason begins on Monday. Altamont won't be traveling very far for their regional because they host their own regional here. So uh, they'll begin regional play on Monday against uh, Motorberry Grove and Winston-Sue Straw is having to travel to the Comis? In the Okaw Valley Regional, and we'll see what the regular season finale brings as Altamont wins the tip-off, as it was Kata Miller winning against Hendrickson uh, there, and Altamont will start off with the basketball that we own right to left on your radio dial here to begin this game, as it'll be Kata Miller, free throw line jumper, back iron too strong, and it's going to be rebounded there by Gurgle. And with two straws going left to right on your radio dial to start the game. As uh, they'll kick it over there to Manhart. Now in the corner for three. It was short and rebounded by Davis off the front of the rim. It was uh, Sayers missing that basket in the corner. Eli Miller here at the top of the key. And uh, now he will pick up his dribble out to Yardhouse here on the left side. Little ball fake and Yarhouse will dribble in. And he takes a shot off the and in. Alec Yarhouse with the first basket of the game. And McManaway pokes it away. From Windsor, and so it'll be a turnover, and they'll find Davis down low. Up and in, first two points go to Altamont. Our first four points, I should say, and it's four nothing. As it'll be a gurgle there, fake, and now gives it over there to Gracie. Gracie shoots for a three, good. Gracie gets Windsor two straws on the board. Altamont leads four to three. Garhouse a little pump fake and that'll get it back over to McMainaway. Altamont swinging over the perimeter here, and Eli just lost it here as he kind of looked down at his hands and the ball wasn't there. So we had a turnover on Altamont. First turnover of the game of four of the Indians. And here in the early going. Hart will be the one bring it across the timeline of four Windsor. As they'll get over here on the left side to Gracie. Now they'll get over to Gurgle. Gurgle with the floater. It's no good. A rebounded by McMainaway. As uh, McVan we'll take it across the timeline here. He has it here on the right wing. He steps into a three-pointer. Back iron too strong, but Cadence trying to fight for the rebound. But instead, it goes to, wins with two straws, and lands in the hands of Gracie there. Oh, to be a, a Manhart bringing it across timeline for the Hatchet. Yeah, over there to Gracie. Now over to a gurgle here on the right wing. He tries to spin around, find some room, and there's going to get a foul on Altamont reaching in. A common foul there on the Indians, and it's going to go against McManaway, his first team first in the quarter as well. Altamont leads here in the early going, four to three. Just two minutes gone here in the opening quarter, as it's going to be touched in by Hendrickson, and they'll get it back to Gracie who inbounded it, and now the pass is thrown away there. They're they're trying to hit Sayers on the left wing, but instead it's a turnover on the Hatchets. Their second here in the early going. So to Altamont with the ball. Leading by one. And it'll be a McMahon away. Be the one to bring it across the timeline. Looks like is two straws in a little man-to-man defense here to start off. as so they'll go over here to Yarhouse here on the left side. Dumps it high post for Caden Miller. He just dribbled it off his foot. And so it'll be a turnover there. Back to the hatchet. Second turnover by Altamont. And Windsor will have the ball. Little backdoor pressure applied here by uh, McManaway and Eli here, but Windsor breaks it and almost picked off by Davis, but they hit uh, Gracia on the uh, top of the key, and now he'll gets a backdoor cut to Gurgle. Wow, nice backdoor layup there for Gurgle. His first two. Windsor takes the lead, five to four. Kaita Miller spin around in the lane and he puts it up and he's fouled as he got by a couple defenders, but. Sayers was the one trying to the block, but instead it'll be a foul on a Sayers. So that'll send Caden Miller to the line to shoot two. Actually that goes on a Gracie. His first team first for Windsor. Caden Miller at the line today. First time. Made it. They'll get another one. We're all tied at five. Five oh four to go here in the opening quarter. Caden out the line for a second free throw. Second free throw up, and it's also good. Two for two there for Caden Miller, his first two points. And it's out in 6-5. Three to gain the lead here. As it'll be Manhart getting across the timeline. And he'll get a screen there from Hendrickson. And they get over to Gracie here on the right wing. Now back to Manhart. He'll take a corner three and switches it through. Manhart with a three. And Windsor takes the lead back, 8-6. Different story here from the NTC tournament. And it'll be over to Yarhouse. Straight on three. Bank iron. Can't eat through the three of his own. And Gracie, or Sayers, pulls down the rebound for Windsor's two straws. Fighting with a one-handed Kaden Miller that time. Deep three by the hatches. And it bounces through. That's Manhart again. That was uh, about... Four feet beyond the normal three-point arc, and Windsor has the 11-6 lead here. After back-to-back back 3s by Manhart. And he's going to go over to McMahon away here on the right wing, and Yarhouse is going to try for another three, and he answers with a three of his own for Alex. His first three of the game is fifth point, and it's 11-9, outsmart trails. As Manhart will get across the timeline, gets the screen there by Hendrickson. And no one's guarding him, so he's, the big fellow's going to put it up for three. No good. And rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli will bring it across the timeline, and he looks to take it down low. Now back out to Kaden Miller. He tries for a three of his own, and he
3: catches in.
0: Caden Miller expanding the range. And Altamont takes the lead back. 12-11 on that three-pointer by Kaden Miller. As Manhart crosses over Davis, and the jumper is good. everything falling for both teams now. As the Hatchets regain the lead back, 13-12. So back and forth here. Coming up about three minutes to go here in the opening quarter. As Eli will get across the timeline, they up a screen there by Caden, and Eli Miller gets it over there to man away. Now back to Eli here, at right wing three, and it's in. Three-pointer for Eli Miller. The threes are falling for both teams. It's Altman with the lead back. Five to three. Trying to answer with another three. In and out, no good. There, I think that was Manhart. A heat check three. And it couldn't get it to fall. Quickly up for Altman, Eli spins around, puts up the mid-range jumper. It's no good. Kaden Miller fights for the rebound against two hatchets, and he's going to be fouled from behind. So that will send Kaden Miller back to the free-throw line. Just nice anticipation there by uh, Kaden Miller to wait for the ball off the bounce, off the rim, and it's the rebound, and it's going to be a foul there on Hendrickson, his first, team second on Windsor. And Kaden Miller's at the line for the second time today. Free throw is good for Kaden, and optimal lead 16-13. Ryland Rinker checks in, and uh, also uh, Bridges checks in as well. Colton Bridges for Windsor, and a Millville checks in for Altamont. Eli Miller will sit down, and Caden Miller made his second free throw as well. Four for four at the line here in the early going for Caden, and it's a four-point lead for Altamont, 17-13. As it'll be Gracie here on the left wing. Back up top to Manhart, nearly lost it. Actually, they got it to Gurgle that time at the top of the key, and he gets it over there to Gracie. Gracie picking up a screen of there. Now they go over to the corner and Winter threw it away. And it'll be a turnover there by Two Strauss. Their third turnover here in the early going. And out tomorrow leading by four takes over. Two minutes to go here in the opening quarter. As Millville gets a screen there by Caden Miller. Millville goes all the way to the hole. Layup, no, but Caden Miller is there for the follow. And he goes up and in. Great start for Kaden Miller. He's got eight here in the early going. And it's 19-13. to 13. Actually, that's nine. As it'll be a baseline jumper. It's off no good, but Windsor gets the rebound back, and Millville's going to pull down the rebound after a second. Missed shot. That was Rinker with the misses. <laughs> Spin around move by McMahon. They can't finish the layup, but Kaden... Saves it from going out of the hands of Yardhouse. He got the floater in the lane up and in for
3: Yardhouse.
0: Great start for Alec as well. He's got seven early points, and it's 21-13. Altamont stretching the lead out here with a minute ten to go in the opening quarter. As It'll be a Gracie with he here on the high post. And now he dribbles, goes past Millville. Lamp
4: good for Gracie.
0: And his fifth point, and it's 21-15. And it's going to be a, a, a timeout uh, there for uh, Coach Smith, so I'll take one as well. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to South Miami's Basketball on Jack of M.
5: It's Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
2: Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School here on theater Day for Altamont. As Altamont has the early lead at 21-2 of 15. Coming up at about a minute to go here in the early going of this one. Indians will have the basketball but Windsor, Coach Smith took that last time out there to Kind of settle the guys down a little bit, as it'll be Millville with it over to McManaway, under a minute to go now. As McManaway thought about going into his right, but instead gives it back out towards center circle. Now over to Millville here at the volleyball line. Trying to get it to Miller, but it's knocked away, but right in the hands of Yarhouse, Can't get his shot to fall, and it's going to be rebounded there by Gracie. Bringing it up. They go down low, and it's picked off by Millville. Millville going over to Yardhouse. He's wide open. Layup good for Alex. Great first quarter for Yardhouse here. He's got nine. It's 23-15. Manhart trying for another three. Can't get it to fall off the back iron and rebounded by Yardhouse. Yardhouse gives it up to McManaway. 12 seconds left. McManaway gives over there to Davis. Seven seconds. McManaway. Now Millville getting a screen there. Three seconds left. Over there, Manway. Three down the corner. Can't get it so far. So, after one quarter of play, it's Altamont in the lead, 23-15. And we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of M.
6: It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
7: Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball.
2: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Altamont has the lead here 23 to 15. So both teams are really shooting the ball really well here in the early going, and both teams are at 50% here. But a little bit of a difference for Altamont as they had the early lead here. Hendrickson goes over the corner, shot for three by Bridges. This is good. Actually, that was a Sayers, so it'll be Sayers picking up three points, and it'll be a 23-18 on Windsor. Gets the first points here in the second quarter. As it'll be over to Eli Miller. Eli gets over to Millville. Millville's left open for three. He cashes it in. His first three points of the day. Altamont back up by eight, 26-18. Altamont's already there fourth, made three as a team. And they go back over to a Manhart. Manhart swinging things over here to a Gurgle here on the right side. And Gurgle now will direct traffic and clear things out here on the left side. Give it back to a Manhart. Manhart back to a Gurgle. Gurgle back to Manhart. They'll swing things over there to Sayers. Now it'll be a Hendrickson and work it back out. Gurgle for three. Can't get it to fall and rebounded by Kaden Miller. He saves it from going out. Right in the hands of Millsville, but Axmont throws it away. And Sayers picks it off. His layup is good. After he passed it off to Gurgle. So Gurgle gets that two points. And Altamont throws it away here. So another turnover by Altamont. To start off the second quarter. And it'll be Windsor with the ball. Ryland Rinker checks back in for the Hatchets. And it looks like Gracie will check out. So it'll be Windsor taking out there on the baseline. And looks to get it in, and they get it to Manhart. Thought about a deep three, but pump fakes. He drives inside, had a block by Kaden Miller. Well, they're gonna call a foul. Foul called on Altamont, and it'll be too much body contact. It appears so. Kaden Miller will go to the line, and he'll shoot a or Kaden Miller will pick up the foul, and it'll be a Manhart going to the line. First trip to the line today for the Hatchets, and Manhart made it. That's a five-point game. 26-21. Manhart's second free throw. Also good. Two for two there. Now it's 26-22. Altamont with the lead. A minute 30 off the clock here in the second quarter. As we'll go over to McManaway here at the volleyball line. McManaway directs some traffic. As they go over to Millville with a pump fake. He gets some space now to uh, McManaway. Thought about going inside, but it was cut off by Gurgle. Now Davis throws it to Miller Millers driving baseline and a spin-around jumper. No good, and it's Gurgle pulling down the board. And they go over to Manhart. Pump fake, driving inside with a floater in the lane. Had it partially blocked there by Millville, and the Hatchets are going to pick up a foul, trying to steal the ball away uh, from Kaden Miller. So that one's going to be on Connor Manhar, his first team first in the quarter for the hatchet Davis sits down and Yarhouse checks back in. All got a great opening quarter there. Nine points for Yarhouse and also Kata Miller had nine points as well. So they have been the main scoring threats so far for the Indians. And Manhar also knocked down a couple of threes for Windsor. So. He's currently leading on the way for the hatches. As Altamont breaks uh, pressure, they go over to Eli here on the right wing. Now over to McManaway. McManaway directs some traffic. High post for Eli, but it was uh, poked away and stolen away by Windsor. Into the hands of a gurgle. He tries to get free, a backdoor cut, and it's going to be off of Altamont as they tipped it away to prevent the backdoor layup. So it'll stay right here with the hatches. As it'll be Windsor taking out there on the right side of the baseline. And they get in to a Gracie. Now they get it back. As it'll be a, a gurgle going inside. He was cut off now. Now they go back up top to a Gracie. And a screen there by Hendrickson. And it's nearly poked loose by Eli. by Hendrickson, tough shot. No good. And Windsor pulls down the offensive rebound.
3: That layup is no good either.
0: Still loose, as it's going to be Altman coming away with it. Eli running in the front corner tries to split the double team, and it's going to be off of the hatchet. So stay right here with Altman. Short rest for KD, as KD will come back in, and Eli Miller will turn or will take a seat. Davis will inbounds here on the left side. It's in the R house for three in the corner. Can't get it to fall. McManway fights for the board with Sayers, but it's going to be won by
3: Sayers. So,
0: Windsor will take over. Gurgle quickly the other way, and he had a poke loose from behind as it went out. So, we'll stay right here with, or, we'll right here with Windsor. Excuse me. We got Manhart back in the game. They do. Manhart returns for Windsor two straws and also Brody Henderson as well. And it looks like Gracie takes the seat. And I think Sayers is the one who comes out as well. They get it in and it's gonna be an air ball. Rebounded by McManaway. 435 to go as Altman still has the four point edge to go in the second quarter. Millville on the handoffs, trying to go down low to Caden Miller, but before Melville get the pass off, this will say he traveled, so That'll be a turnover to Stu Strong. Uh, down for Altamont's fourth turnover here in the uh, second quarter. They had half of that in the opening quarter. Wenders got him back into the game because of it. Sayers goes over there in the corner. Shot for a three by Hendricks is way off. And rebounded there by Davis. And he had it taken away from him after Maynard stole it. Way up for Gurgle. Good. Girdle with his sixth point, and Windsor has come all the way back here. They only trail by two. Under four to go here in the first half. Davis gets ever man away, and it's thrown away again. Girdle the other way for the tie. Layup is good for Girdle. And Coach Nevery calls the timeout. A run here by Windsor's two stars has the game tied. So we'll take a 30-second break, and you're listening now to my Indians basketball. Here
6: on Jack of M. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians.
2: We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here at to Altamont and Community High School as one to two straws. On an 11-3 run to start this second quarter has evened this game up at 26-all as it has been one made three-pointer by Altamont by Millville. But that's been all the scoring so far for the Indians. So, Coach Niebuhr, sees the lead evaporate. He has to take the full timeout to try to settle Altamont down as they've also been turning over the ball lately. Five of them already here in the second. They only had two in the first. And wasn't too strong. has have gotten a lot of points off those turnovers to tie up the game. As Millville gets a screen by Kaden Miller, Millville gets a tough shot in the lane to go. Millville, all the points in the second quarter for Altamont so far, and Altamont with the lead back, 28-26. Gracie gets things over to Hendrickson and gives it over to Gurgle. step was cut off there by McManaway. Now Hendrickson up here up top, gives it back to Gurgle. Gurgle handoff to a Gracie, and Gracie has it here, right side. He'll dribble and he'll go inside the lane, turn around, jumper, good. For Gracie, he has got seven points, and that ties it up again at 28. 250 to go here in the first half. As Millville get over to McManaway, Gets things over to a Davis cross-court pass to our house. High post for Millville, spinning around, finds the art out here in the corner. Touches over to Kaden Miller, gets inside, puts up the shot. He's too far underneath the basket and miss the shot. Rebounded by Windsor. Here comes Gurgle as they get over to a Manhart. Now Hendrickson for three on the wing. It was off the front of the rim, and Davis is just going to let it go out. So it'll be Altamont ball. Altamont to begin of this quarter. They had the 23 to 15 lead, and it's all gone as it's tied back up at 28 now. As it'll be Altamont with the ball off the missed shot. And it'll be Yarhouse doubled, now over to Akita Miller. Now two back to Yarhouse. Yarhouse steps in and gives it back out to Millville. Swinging on the arc here is almost a deep three by Davis, who gets it over to Millville. His three-pointer is off. And rebounded by Rinker. Minute 40 to go here in the second. Windsor can take their uh, first lead of the game. Gracie with it. Gives over to Hendrickson. And now down low to Gurgle. Gurgle in position. Back out to Gracie. Free throw line jumper. Back iron. Can't get it to fall. And Davis gets the board. McManoy up to the house. Fake drives inside. And they're going to get a foul on the hatchet. Trying to poke the ball free on the drive by Yarhouse, house. So that'll go on. Gurgle his first. Team second in the quarter. Eli Miller returns for Altamont. Yarhouse takes deep. Colton Bridges back in as well as Aiden Sayers returns to the game for the hatchets. Tied here at 28. A minute 19 to go in the first half. Eli finds Millville here in the right corner. And uh, Windsor closes out on him now. It's over to McManaway. McManaway looking to get it to uh, uh, Millville. Steps inside. High post for Eli. He wrestles away against three hatchets, and Eli puts it up. Good. Basket for Eli Miller. And outsmile with the lead back. 30-28, under a minute to go now. Sayers has it in the corner. Hand off to a gurgle. Gurgle with a layup off the glass. Can't get it to fall. Kaden Miller is right there. I think that shot difficult for a gurgle. And Windsor gets a reach-in foul that time, so that'll be a Gurgle go against him, his second, team third. And Blaze Verdine comes in for Windsor, and Gurgle's going to have to take a seat. Don't want to have him pick up any chief fouls here at the end of the half for the Hatchets. So it'll be backcourt pressure applied by Windsor, McMahon away. Breaks it, and it's knocked away by Sayers out of bounds. It'll stay right here with Altamont, though. a really dangerous pass as McManaway passed it from the half-court line all the way into the corner, and Sayers there to knock it away. Altamont gets it in. 35 seconds left here in the first half. Now it's going to be McManaway over to Davis, over cross-court to Millville. Now back out to McManaway at the top of the circle. Now he gets over there, too, at Davis. Davis, deep three. Good. KD for three. His first three of the day. Altamont has the five-point lead, 33-28, 12 seconds left. Sayers gets it over to Verdine. Now over to Manhart, seven seconds. Manhart dumps it off. Hendrickson, push shot, no good. But Gracie's there for the follow. His shot at the buzzer was no good. And that'll do it for the first half. So after one half of play, Altamont with the lead by five after a little bit of a flurry there, but Windsor started off the quarter with an 11-3 run and tied it up. Had a couple of ties there in that second quarter, but now Altamont ends it with a run of their own. They take the 33-28 lead here into halftime on Senior Day here at Altamont. And uh, I'll be back to tabulate the first half statistics as well as... uh, See what else is going on from around the area and get update with the postseason play, both for the boys and the girls next week. So, tell you about that at halftime coming up. Altamont leads 33-28 here at the half, and I'll be back in a few minutes for the halftime report. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on M
8: and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative Nick Patton today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
1: You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pecan Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at pecaninsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.
7: Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball.
6: It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
9: When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont.
2: Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball.
0: Welcome back here to Halftime of the Senior uh, Day for Altamont. As uh, the Indians do have the lead, of 33-2, at 28 here at the Halftime Break. It's been a great quarter there for Winston's the Two Straws as uh, they actually... Had an 11-3 to run to start the quarter, who ended up tying up the game uh, there at a couple of different points, but Altamont ended with a nice little run of their own, uh, and they now have the uh, five-point lead here going into the break. So, in yeah, the first half, statistics first for the Altamont Indians, they are led in scoring both by Alec Yarhouse and Kaden Miller. All of Alec's points have come in the first quarter. He had nine of them, and all the points for Kaden Miller also came in that opening quarter as well. So, uh, And then everybody else has five. Caden Davis had a three in that second quarter for his five points. Eli Miller uh, had made a three in the opening quarter, and he has five. And Millville also made a three-pointer, and he has five. And Altamont as a team is 12 of 23 from the field, five for nine from beyond the arc, and a four for four from the line, all from Caden Miller. Altamont had quarters of 23 and 10 for their 33 here at the break. For Windsor's two strong. they're led by Connor Manhart. He has 10, and Jackson Gurgle has 8. Nathaniel Gracie has 7, and Sayers has 3. Windsor is 11 of 28 from the field, 4 for 13 from beyond the arc, and 2 for 2 from the charity stripe there. As Windsor had quarters of 15 and 13 for their 28 points here today. Here at the half is Altamont in the lead of 33-28, but I want to give a shout out to the Altamont Lady Indians as they were victorious the other night against uh, Decatur St. Teresa to win the Decatur, or to win the Dietrich Regional Championship there and uh, the ladies advanced to the uh, Tuesday night contest as uh, Tuscola was also victorious in the Ocow Valley Regional Championship and uh, they are going to meet up with the Lady Indians there on Tuesday night in Mweekwa at Central A&M High School. That game is going to be at 7.30 scheduled to tip off. And we'll have coverage for you right here on Jack FM. If everything works out like we want it to for our Altamont fans, we'll have games every day here on Jack FM next week of my basketball because the boys begin regional play on Monday as uh, they're going to be right here in Altamont hosting a regional. So uh, it's going to be on Monday at 7 o'clock against the 15th seed of Mulberry Grove. And Windsor will open up a regional play in the Okan Valley Regional as uh, the Hatches are the 7th seed. They'll be matching up with the 6th seed, Nicomis, And that game is going to tip off again at 6 o'clock on Monday. And the winner of Windsor and the Nikomis will take on the winner of 15th seed, Ramsey. In the number one overall seed, St. Anthony Bulldogs, as the, uh, uh, both regionals there here in Altamont and Ocon Valley in Bethany will feed into the St. Anthony sectional, and uh, that will be on February 27th. And uh, those two teams could potentially be Altamont and St. Anthony with a rematch. Uh, but I know uh, that several ATC teams are going to try to play a spoiler in that next week for uh, Altamont as uh, a bunch of teams are involved in the uh, St. Anthony's sectional with Tuscola and Dietrich uh, kind of being a part of that same subsectional, but kind of away from Altamont and St. Anthony's pass uh, there. Uh, the winner of Altamont and Mulberry Grove on Monday will advance to Wednesday, and they'll take on the winner of North Clay and South Central, and that game's going to be in Louisville at 7 o'clock on Monday, and Weber will square up against Sandoval. They're in Weber at 7 o'clock. And St. Omo will take on Patoka in St. Omo on Monday as well at 6.30. The winner of Weber and Sandoval will take on the winner of St. Elmo and Patoka. And then the championship here on a Friday night uh, here in Alpine of course, wherever tomorrow plays, we'll have coverage for you right here on a Jack FM. Both the boys and the girls. The girls win on a Tuesday. They'll be to Thursday's championship game in the sectional. And that will either be between... St. Anthony, who was victorious the other night against Windsor stu straub or winner today there in uh, the regional championship. That was supposed to be played last night, but due to the weather, Arcola and South Fork play today, and it was South Fork winning in that matchup. So it'll be before Alcumont's game against Tuscola on the girls' side on Tuesday, St. Anthony matchup with South Fork there. So... Uh, can we have an all-ATC final? Well, we'll have to see uh, next week. So uh, definitely looking out for uh, that next week uh, there. And it's just exciting with the postseason and also being excited with just how close the postseason is this year as the uh, regional here for Alkmaa is here in Altamont, so no travel at all whatsoever. And then uh, the uh, sectionals at Effingham in, at St. Anthony High School. So that's a short little drive and the Super Sectionals in Charleston this year up at Eastern Illinois. So that'll be awesome to see. I remember my high school days of going to the Charleston Holiday Tournament there at EIU and watching some basketball. It'll be awesome to see Super Sectionals there uh, later on this month. So uh, Altamont will start off with the ball here to begin the third quarter, as will be McManaway, Millville, Eli Miller, Kata Miller, and Davis. The 5-4 Altamont to start off the half and the 5-4 wins two straws. Manhart, Sayers, Gurgle, Gracie, and Hendrickson out there for Windsor. We slip into the floor as it'll be Altamont going left or right on your radio dial. They immediately dump it down low to Caden Miller, and it's up and in. And Altamont starts off with a basket. They lead 35-28 here to start in the third quarter. As we settle in here, Manhart. Have it up top, and Windsor will be going right to left on your radio dial. As will be Hart here on the left side. He'll hand off to Gracie. Now Gracie will try to get free from Millville. He goes against triple coverage, had a block. Take your pick on who it was. It was one of the Millers, I think. As Millville dumps it down low to Caden Miller on transition bucket. Caden's 13th point already. Back-to-back buckets to start off the... Second half for Altamont. They have the lead now, 37-28. Manhart trying to answer with a three. No good. Rebounded by Caden Miller. As it'll be Eli Miller here on the right wing. And now over to Millville. Almost gets it poked loose, but McManaway has it. Gives it back to Millville. He's open for three. Can't get it to fall. Picked by Eli Miller. But it's going to be one to two straws with a rebound. But they're going to call a foul. On Hendrickson, as it was him and Eli Miller battling for the rebound, and they're going to go against the Hatches. Hendrickson with his second, team first for Windsor. As it will be Eli Miller taking it out underneath the basket, right side. He gets in to Millville for three in the corner. Can't get it to fall. No good, and it will be rebounded there by Windsor. It'll be Manhart getting across the timeline. is over there to Gracie here on the left side. And now swinging his arms, and Eli may have taken a, an inverted elbow that time, and they're going to get a foul on Elkma. So Gracie trying to prevent the steal and a couple of swipes, and Eli may have been grazed there, but he gets an insult to injury there. and picks up the foul. And it'll be Gurgle taking out before the hatchet. Gets it into there and nearly stolen away and it's going to be off of McManaway. So I'll stay right here with the hatches. There's a dangerous pass there with Eli and Caden Miller looming there on the pass. They do get it in. Manhart's open for three in the corner. Back iron too strong and rebounded by Eli. Eli's trapped here in the backcourt. Needs some help. Finds Millville. Millville fakes the pass and he goes with the layup. Nice fake that time by Millville to open up the layup. And the lead swelled to 39-28. And it's going to be picked off as Eli collided with a hatchet up to a Davis and wave off the shot. There's just going to be a foul on the floor with his two straws. So it'll be uh two. We'll take up the uh, foul after the uh, turnover. And that's going to go against Gracie, his second. team second as well. Eli Miller will take a seat and Yarhouse will be back in. So two minutes gone here in the third. Altamont has the 11 point lead. Yarhouse gets it in to Millville. It was a fake and he'll dribble over here, here on the arc. And he'll go over there to Yarhouse back to Millville in between the circles. High post forming Manaway. Turnaround jumper short off the front of the rim. Yarhouse tips it over to Caden Miller, and there's going to be a foul. And Kaden takes a hard fall there as he immediately grabs his lower back there. Doesn't feel good right there, and Manhart will pick up a foul there. as a missed shot, but Yarhouse did a good job of tipping it out with the collision there with Manhart. And they'll give... Caden a little bit of extra time here with the perspiration being wiped up on the floor as we have a third foul of the Hatchets today in this quarter. As they'll wipe it up. I do see the mop down there, but not utilized. It's on the opposite end of the floor. As the yard house will get into Caden Miller. He blows by a couple of defenders and now back out to McVanaway. over oh, open for three. Back iron, no good, but rebounded by Millville. Out to a yard fake. Fakes. He gets free for three. No good off the front of the rim, but Caden Miller is there for the offensive rebound. His put back a Good. Cal the basket. And the foul for Caden Miller on the offensive rebound. And Caden will go to the line for the end one opportunity. And that's the third foul on Hendrickson. Fourth in the quarter for Windsor. And Hendrickson will have to. Take a seat, and bridges will come back in. Rylan Rinker also will check in, and Tayors will come out. So, with this great start by Altman, they now lead forty-one to twenty-eight. As it'll be a free throw, can't get the N one, but McManaway pulls down the offensive rebound. So, to missed the N one, but McManaway with the offensive board, another opportunity, but. Ball don't for wins two straws as Caden uh, dribbles it off his uh, leg again, and so it'll be a turnover back to two straws. As they'll go over to a gurgle, as a gurgle passes over in the corner to Reeker. Now a backing over here, working on the perimeter, tipped by Davis, but Gracie's there for the bail out, and Gurgle can't get the fall off the back iron. But it's going to be Bridges almost pulling down the rebound, but it was ripped away by Millville. Crossover move gets over to a Yarhouse here in the left corner. Now Kata Miller. Over to Yarhouse. Tipped, but in the hands of Davis. And now Davis will work it around. And McMahon out to Yarhouse for three kick. It's a fall. And it's going to be tipped and offensive rebound again by Millville. Corner three for KD. KD, 2-3, second three of the day for him, 44-28. Hatches nearly lost it there, and they're going to get a foul as McManaway pokes it away from behind. So what an amazing run here for the Indians to start off this quarter, as I believe. Let's see. Then an 11-0 run to start off this quarter. And Coach Niebuhr calls a timeout. And so we'll take a timeout as well. Altamont now leads 44-28. They're in control of this one. We're right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack (laughs) Evans.
9: Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro System. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro System works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
2: You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. An 11-0 run to start off this second half by Altamont. Has them with the uh, comfortable lead now, 44-28. 16-point lead, the largest lead of the day for the Indians. And uh, so it'll be uh, Windsor taking it out, trying to get their first basket here. 4.22 to go here in the third. As It'll be Gracie taking out, and again to Manhart. Breaks the pressure, gets it over to Gracie. Cross-court pass there. They find Manhart here in the corner. He ball fakes, and now goes over to Gurgle. High pass for Gracie, but he gets it down. Poked loose by McManaway, and Gurgle had to go in the backcourt to get control back. High pass, and it's going to be too high. Picked off by Eli Miller. Up to McMahon, away, left is layup. No, but Miller Miller's there for the follow. Caden Miller with two more points in this quarter. And now it is outsmart 46-28. Gurgle answers with a three. Gurgle with his 11th point. And now Coach Smith wants the timeout. I'll take one again as well. We'll be back in a 30. You're listening to Outsmart Indians basketball here on Jack of Based out of Altamont,
7: Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball.
2: This is Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Altamont has the 46-31, and the Indians have the ball. Yarhouse gets free in the lane, layup, the Basket for Yarhouse off a timeout. Alex first point sits the great first quarter he had and he'll go to the line for the in one opportunity. And that's going to go against Rinker, his first team fifth. So now uh, 3.35 to go in the third quarter. Outspotting to be in the bonus for the rest of the way for the next common foul. Our house, in one free throw, back iron no good. Kata Miller fighting for the rebound, gets it over in the hands of Eli, his putback is good. Another and-one opportunity as he fouled. Eli Miller with a offensive rebound and a putback. And he'll go to the line for the and-one opportunity. And again, it's going to go on Rinker. So two quick fouls for Rinker, and he's going to take a seed, and Gracie will come back in for the hatchet. So 19-point lead for Altman now. Eli can make it an even 20. Eli Miller's a free throw. Can't get it to fall, but Kaden Miller's there for the rebound. Spin around layup is no good. Eli saves it from going out. Davis for three. Front of the rim, no. But it's going to be pulled down by McManaway. And taken away by Windsor. And they were trapped in the corner, and Altman's going to pick up a foul here. So that's going to go on KD. Davis is first, and the team third. So all those offensive rebound opportunities cashed in by a couple of made baskets, but missed and ones. and Outmatch has been owning the offensive glass here in the third. And it'll be a Gracie handoff to a Manhart. Back to a Gracie here on the right wing, and they find Sayers, who is open here on the baseline, trying to get it to a gurgle, but it was tipped and stolen away by Caden Miller. McManaway in the transition, shuffles off to KD, finds Eli in the corner for three. Back iron no, but Yardhouse is there for another offensive rebound. And Davis was left open, but he's extra pass to McManaway for three. He can't get it to fall. And a rebounded there by Manhart. As to be Manhart handing off to a Sayers. He gives it back up top in between the circles, and they get it over to Gracie. Gracie will dribble here on the perimeter. They get over to Gurgle. Gurgle gets free and now closed out. Double team over to Sayers. Sayers lay up. He can't get it to fall, but he was fouled as two free throws will be coming up here for Aiden Sayers. Only the second time today at Windsor's too Strong headed in the line. And that's going to go against Kade Miller, his second. Team Forrest on Altamont. Sayers, first free throw is good. And this guy gets Sayers four points on the day. Davis will take a seat, and Millville's back in. Also, a Gracia checks out. And Bridges back in for Windsor. And two for two there for Sayers. 50 to 32, and he'll sub out, and uh, so that'll be Rinker checking in for Sayers. So makes it 50 to 33 on those two free throws by uh, Sayers. Big lead of for my here with two minutes to go in the third. As we even McManaway here on the left side, get over to Millville. He drives and he kicks it back out to McManaway. Extra pass to house. He drives, stops and pops off the front of the rim. No. And rebounded by Gurgle. Now they go over to Hendrickson uh, from wing three. No. And rebounded by Millville. And Winter trying to tie him up, but instead they're going to get a foul. And that'll send Millville to the line with Altman. Or- out on the bonus. So that'll be uh, Bridges getting hit with that foul, his first. And Millville out the line for two with Windsor over the limit. Free throw's good. So that makes it an 18-point game, 51-33. Big lead for the Indians. Second free throw by Millville is also good. Two for two there. And it's 52-33 with a minute and 45 to go. As it'll be Manhart getting over to a gurgle. Back over to Manhart. Deep three. It's yes, good. Nothing but net. Dialing up from long distance. Manhart's third three of the game. Millville steps into a three of his own. Yes. Millville answers, and it's back to a 19-point lead, a 55-36. Just inside the arc, they get it back to a Manhart, and it's stolen away by Altman. Outlet pass to Caden Miller, nice, over the shoulder grab before Caden Miller, and he got the layup to go and split onto the stage for a little bit, and he's back into play, so... Under a minute to go. Altamont with a big lead now, the largest lead of the day, 21. Poked away by McManaway from behind, but it went out of bounds. Altima couldn't quite save it, so it'll be here to Altima. Or stay right here with Windsor. McManaway will take a seed. Eli Miller's back in. Kaden Miller takes the seed, and Ben Radle will check in and also uh, Sayers back in, and Gracie returns as well. Gracie gets it off the inbound. Manhart for another deep three. Searches it home. Second three in the quarter for Manhart. He's got 16 in the game. 57-39. Millville hands off to Eli. Eli, free throw line jumper, bounces in. Takes the kind home bounce for Eli. And it's 59-39, 20-point lead for Altamont. 24 seconds left here in the third. Sayers with it. Picks it up. Gives it over to a Gurgle. Gurgle now Hendrickson. And back to Gurgle. He thought about a deep three, but passes it up. Under 10 seconds to go. Manhart. Gurgle in the corner. Baseline. Puts it up. Tough shot. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Radel. And Apma won't do anything with it. So after three quarters of play, it's a 20-point lead for Altamont. They lead 59-39. to 39. I'll be back in a minute for the fourth. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack of End.
6: It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust.
2: This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. 20-point lead to start off the final quarter for Altamont. As they had a big third quarter there, 24-11. to 11. They outscored the Hatchets there. And then uh, Windsor will have the ball to begin the fourth quarter, and they immediately get a foul. There are on Davis, the second. Team first in the quarter, obviously, with 15 seconds in. Gracie way short on the three. Hendrickson trying to save it, but look out in the black seat as the Miller slides in and comes crashing in into the front row as it'll be out of bounds. The two uh, stays right here with the hatchet. And... Uh, It'll be a are inbounding there, and then they get it back to a Gracie. Gracie. Get a screen there by Hendrickson, and now over to a Sayers. Sayers gets it over there to a Manhart. Manhart over to a Hendrickson. Now Gracie over to a Sayers. Back to Gracie. And Nathaniel will. Call out of play. Over to Sayers for three. No good. Back iron. And rebounded by Caden Miller. As Millville will bring it up. Millville gets free. Almost getting knocked away, but is out to your house. And McManaway will hold on the ball for a second. Is over to a Millville. Millville over to Caden Miller. is back in after the quarter break. Your house for three. Good. Another three for Alex. That's his third three in the game. and 62-39, the largest lead of the day for 6 6.30 to go here on senior day. As they go over to Manhart, nearly lost it, but good job of tracking it down there and tiptoeing the inline and the sideline there as well. Sayers' layup was short. Rebounded by Caden Miller. Millville up, and McManaway has it. He dribbles around, gets over to Yarhouse. Finds Millville, wide open for three. Back iron, no, but Caden Miller is there for the follow. And he gets the rebound put back up. No good, but Caden's fouled, so he'll go back to the line to shoot free throws. Another offensive board for Caden Miller. and It'll be... Uh, the fourth foul on Hendrickson. First foul in the quarter on the Hatches, And Caden's first free throw since the first quarter, and it bounces through. Not even 20 points for Caden Miller. He'll get another one. Millville sits down, and Eli Miller checks back in. Colton Bridges back in for wins his two straws. As well as Verdine as well. But free throws no good. No, but McManoway gets the rebound and his shot is back iron too strong. And this time it's pulled down by Windsor's two Straws. As Bridges with a three-pointer, takes a couple bounces and can't get it to fall. And a rebounded by Caden Miller. Quickly up to KD. Puts up the shot. No good on the layup. And rebound of the hour by Hendrickson. Gurgle with a three, good. Three by Gurgle, his 14th point. And yes, his second made three as well. 63-42. Two-star has got their hand on it as it went into the black chairs, so stay right here with Altamont. They're trying to get it up the court. 5.24 to go in the game. Altamont leads 63-42. 21-point lead. As Eli gets screened there by Kaden Miller. Eli will go to his left now to Yard House in the corner for three. Yes. your House another three. And it's 66-42. His third main three of the day for Alec. And it's going to be a free throw line jumper. was off no good by Manhart. And they're going to get a foul. Windsor reaching in. Trying to get the board back. That's going to go on Manhart, his third, team second. And is back in for Windsor. And Hendrickson will be the one taking a seat. So, Altmont will get it up. 24-point lead now. As it'll be McManaway here on the left side. That'll go over to Akita Miller. Kata Miller over to Davis. He's open for three. No good. And a rebound by Windsor Sue Strauss. Gurgle here in the corner. Fires it. Stolen away by Eli. Eli Miller up the floor. And there's going to be no shot. And there's going to be a foul on Windsor Sue Strauss. As the two officials come running in and discussing it. And yep, they're just gonna say it was uh, taking out on the baseline there. That'll go on bridges his second team third on Wednesday straws. So it'll just be an inbounds play for Eli Miller and the Indians. Eli gets in the corner to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to a Caden Miller. Now back to Yarhouse. He's a fake, now finds Caden Miller on the baseline. He drives off the glass and in. For Caden Miller, 22 points for Caden today, 68-42. As it'll be poked away from behind by Yarhouse and stolen away by Altman. Up to Yarhouse. Fade away. It's no good on the jump shot, and there's going to be a loose ball foul on Altman trying to get the offensive board. So that's what's going go on. Caden Miller, his third, team second. Under four minutes to go here in the game. Altamont with 26-point advantage. As it Sayers here on the right wing? Sayers is over to a Manhart. Manhart three-pointer again. That's good. He can't mess today. 19 points for Manhart. Another three. Fifth three-pointer of the day for Manhart. And that makes it 68-45, 3.30 to go in the game. KD for three in the corner, bounces off, no good, but Manaway's there for the foul. And count it. Count the basket and the foul. So Manaway will go to the line for the in-one opportunity. And uh, Sayers will take up that foul. His first, team fourth. As uh, now Altman. With the big lead here, 25-point lead now. And McManoway can make it 26. He can't do it. Takes a couple bounces and just rolls off. So remains a 25-point game. Three-pointers off, no good by Gergel. Gets his own miss back, though. Hop step in the lane, no good. And Kaden Miller fights for the board. And uh, there's going to be a timeout for Coach Kneeberg. And it's going to be a 30-second timeout. I'll take one as well. And we'll be back here. You're listening. Out to my Indians basketball, Jack Evans.
9: When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont.
8: At Country Financial, we're more than just an office.
2: You may pass by as you drive. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Up there by uh, Coach
0: Steve need to get the seniors off the floor and to get a nice round of applause for the uh, seniors as they sub out here. And Zach Meyer comes in, Ben Radel checks in, Alex Walker's in, Cooper Powell in there as well. Millville's the only one that stayed out there, so uh, you had uh, yard house check out with a great day here on Senior Day. 17 points. KD, he's made a couple threes. Eli's made some threes as well, and Kada Miller's had himself a nice afternoon as well, so got a nice round of applause here on Senior Day for uh, the uh, Altamont Seniors, so it's going to be a uh, uh, Rinker, that's Seth Rinker with the ball there for a wins two straws. They were get up, trying to get it over to Ryland Rinker and it's thrown away by the hatches, so it'll be out of bounds to the Indians. And they'll get Millville off the floor and a Brady Elam will check in for Altamont. Twenty five point lead for the Indians with six thirty they or two thirty to go, excuse me. And a Powells will bring it up before Altamont. I'll get it over there to Meyer. Meyer drives. They kicks it off to Elam. That's a Brayden Elam. And now they go over to Meyer for three. Bounces off. No good. And Radel would have pulled down that rebound if it didn't take an extra bounce. Instead, it'll go to Windsor. As it'll be a cross-court pass. Ryland Rinker for three. Off the front of the rim. No good. And rebounded by Pals. Pals brings it up here. He throws up the shot. No but he's going to be fouled, and he will be going to the line regardless. It's a shooting foul anyways. So Cooper Powells will go to the line here. So that's going to be the third foul on Ryland Rinker. Fifth team foul on the Hatchets. Pals made the free throw. Season the scoring book today, a 5'11 sophomore. And Radle will take a seat, and Trent Pedrick comes into the game and uh, Powell's will be at the line for a second one, and that's also good. Two for two there for Cooper. 72-45. Under two to go here in the game. As it's going to be uh, the Hatchets with it. Now it's Verdine with it, and he's going to hand it off there. Jump shots off no good there by Seth Rieker, and Powells comes away with a loose ball. Outlet pass to Meyer. Meyer puts up the layup, and he was hit and fouled. So Meyer will go to the line for two. As it'll be Hyde taking up that foul. That's Tyler Hyde who checked in the game for Windsor as well. So Meyer at the line, a free throw, in and out, no good. But he'll get another. 20-7 point lead of floor Altamont. Minute 33 to go in the game. And the second free throw is also no good by Meyer. So it's rebounded by Windsor's two straws. And it goes right through the hands of Seth Rinker. So it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. 90 seconds left in the game. As we have Braden Elam getting it in there to Powell. pals. Gets it across the timeline over to Brayden Elam. Now Braden will spin around, and he lost it, and it's stolen by the hatchets, and there's going to be a foul reaching in, and there's going to be a third team foul on Altamont. Trent Tedrick gets hit with a foul, his first. Team third, as it'll be. Windsor bringing up. That's Verdine. Getting over to Seth Rinker. They find over to Ryland Rinker. They swing things over to a Verdine for three. Off no good, and a couple of hatchets collide, and that caused Zach Meyer to get the rebound. And Powell was fouled as he was edged towards the sideline there by Ryland Rinker. And more free throws coming up here for Altamont. And Powell will be the one shooting the free throws. Ryland Rinker is his fourth personal. And when the two straws over the limit, so it'll be Powell's shooting too. Powell's free throw is no good. Can't get it to fall off the back iron. Under a minute to go. 58.9 seconds exactly left. As Powell's a second free throw on the way up, and that one's good. He splits the pair, and Pals has three points all at the line. And he gives the Indians the lead, 73-45. As it'll be Verdine with a air on the left side. Now they go up top there to Seth Rinker. High post for Bridges, and it's stolen away. Trying for that backdoor cut. stolen away by Walker. 35 seconds left. Braden Elam gets a couple of screens. He gets free inside, and he puts it up. Layup, too strong. And rebounded by the hatchet. And it's going to be nearly uh, thrown away and still loose. Brayden Elam tries to slide and save it, but he was out of bounds already. Half of his body was out of bounds, so it'll be uh, Hatchets with the ball. 21, a point at two seconds left. It'll right, be one to two straws. Gaining the ball up the floor, but it looks like Altamont will close this one out with a victory, and there's going to be a foul nearly stolen away that time by Altamont. So it's going to be the fourth team foul on the Indians. And it'll be Braden Elam picking that up, his first team fourth. Ten seconds left. The Hatchets will try to get up on one more shot. They'll pass it over there, high post. Back out, shot for a three by Seth Rinker, no good, and that'll do it. 73-45, your final score as Altma will improve to 19-9 on the season, and they'll finish 7-1 in the ATC. when and Two Straws will close out the regular season 13-17 and 2-6 in the ATC. So, final score. Altamont a winner. And I'll be back to uh, close it down here on a senior day here in Altamont. And we'll try to catch up with Coach John Niebuhr as well in the postgame. 73-45, your final score. Altamont with the win, closed out the regular season. And we'll be back to wrap it up here in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jacket Vins.
5: Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham.
7: Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball.
6: It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont.
9: When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont.
2: This is the Altamont High School basketball post-game show on Jack FM.
0: Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School as Altamont, a winner to close out the regular season as they win here 73-046 your final as they kind of, uh, it was a close game there in the... Uh, first half, but Altamont pulled away there. They started off with an 11-0 run to start off the second half, and they never looked back. They outscored the Hatchets there in that second half, 38 to 18. They outscored them by 20 uh, there to uh, end up going away uh, with this one. as Altamont will close out the regular season 19 and 8 on the year, and they'll finish 7 and 1 in the NTC, and they'll be beginning uh, postseason play on Monday as uh, they'll be up against uh, the uh, 15 seed uh, Mulberry Grove at 7 o'clock here in Altamont as hosting a regional uh, this year. So maybe not your last opportunity to uh, see uh, the uh, seniors and uh, the Indians uh, squad this year, but, uh, but more basketball left to be played uh, here as uh, planning on a long stay in the postseason for both teams, and hopefully we can keep it going here as long as possible uh, here as Altamont. with the winner, 73-46. Let's get some uh, statistics for Altamont. Uh, they were led in scoring by Caden Miller. He had a, a nice afternoon here in the second half as well. He had 22 to lead the way for the Indians. We also had 17 uh, from Alec Yarhouse. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Davis had eight points. Eli Miller had a nine. Cade Melville had 14 and three points from Cooper Powells as well. And Altamont had quarters of 23, 10, 24, and 14 there for their 73. And with his two straws, uh, they were led in scoring by Connor Manhart, who had uh, five threes And uh, this one. He had 19 to lead the way of four. Uh, the Hatchets, we had Aiden Sayers with 5, uh, Jackson Girdle with 14, and Nathaniel Gracie with 7. And that was the scoring there for Winsor's Two Straws. As uh, the Hatchets quarters of 15, 13, 11, and 7 for their 46 points here this afternoon. As Altamont will start off regional play here in Altamont and Winsor's Two Straws, they'll be going to the Okaw Valley Regional as they'll open up uh, regional play on Monday at 6 o'clock at Nacomas. And they have a six-seed winner, takes on Ramsey or St. Anthony in that uh, regional there. So, see, Coach Neebergi has made his way over here to my broadcast position and get him on the headsets here. And uh, congratulations, Coach, on the uh, win. It took a little bit of a, a day later than yeah. we wanted to with the weather, uh, but pulling out the uh, win here on Senior Day. Yeah. Great to celebrate
4: these seniors. Uh, get a victory is always even better.
0: Um, you know, Saturday
4: afternoon, some games sometimes are kind of kind of lackadaisical, but uh, yeah. you know, I thought the
0: boys played a really good second half
4: and came out and, uh, and, and turned the table a little bit after the first
0: half. Right, yeah, because it was kind of back and forth there in the uh, first half, and I know mm-hmm. last time in the NTC tournament it got off to a great start, but yep. it wasn't that way today. As both teams were hitting shots. In the early going, so it was kind of back and forth. He saw back uh, at the opening quarter. Yeah, we
4: turned the ball over a few times, to give them
0: yeah. some easy baskets
4: in the first half, and you know we didn't do. Uh, Jackson Grove was a really good ball player, and Manhart hit some big shots. Those, yeah. are, those are two good ball players. Um, you know we didn't do a really good job of taking taking anything away from them and making them doing something that we wanted to do. But uh, that's just a testament to how good they are and what Coach Smith does. So, um, uh, that, you know that. First half was uh, kind of feel out and get, get the senior senior nerves out of the way, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we did play a better second half.
0: Yeah, I had you down the outscored them by 20 uh, there in the uh, second half as uh, you kind of uh, started to get things going right out of the locker room, uh, too. I think Caden uh, Miller had a couple of early ones uh, there to get you guys going again, and you know, went off on that big run to start off the third quarter. Yeah, they uh, – you know, Caden had a really good ball game.
4: Alec Yardhouse got us, you know, if, if, if we didn't have him in the first half, we might not have done it so well. Um, so yeah. he, Alec, Alec really played a good ball game on the senior night. Um, we got some defensive stops. We got a little bit of a transition. You know, the transition game kind of popped up again in the third quarter, which is great. Uh, we got to get easy baskets uh, somehow, some way. And uh, that third quarter, we get the ball to uh, Caden Miller down low. There's not much of an answer for him. Um, sometimes and uh and he,
0: he capitalized a lot in this in this in this in the second half. Also there in the uh second half he had some and ones and he had a lot of offensive rebounds uh, as well and some points uh there didn't convert at the line but right. uh still able to get hit the offensive boards good uh there as well. Yeah, we went uh, we had we had Caden Miller down for 21 and 18. I mean, he was pulling some boards wow. um is,
4: you know you know, we can't always rely on him, but man, when he's when he's got a nose for the ball, he's he, he's kicking. You know, he, he can get us. He can protect that rim and get us into our uh, our offense. So, um, you know, offensive
0: rebounds always been a big part of our game, and,
4: uh, and they came up in that second half, especially the third quarter.
0: Right, and uh, like you mentioned there, with uh, your house coming through today uh, with uh, 17 and hitting yep. some threes, yeah, and the early going in uh, late as well having a great senior day as uh, you're able to uh, get everybody in uh there and uh, just uh, i thought it was a, got contributions from from everybody uh, up and down the lineup and uh it was uh well overall a great team game here today
4: yeah uh you know Aiden Aiden McManaway didn't score as much as he has been scoring lately and uh he you know he he was kind of concentrating on gurgle and you know he doesn't have to score for him to, you know, be be an effective ball player tonight. You know, it was KD and Eli coming off some sickness, so it was good to get him yeah. back in the game. And it was it wasn't all around. It wasn't all around
0: team effort. Um, you know, defensively and offensively. And uh, we said that on the Tuesday there that the uh, kind of the loss was he uh, didn't want to talk about a moral victory, but still played really well against against is short shorthanded, and then uh, today kind of. Uh, great team effort and uh got things going in transition uh today and so it's kind of a really back to back nice performances as we start uh regional play next week
4: yeah they we uh you know hopefully that springboard us a little bit tuesday um you know and then you get this game which really doesn't this game really didn't mean much, but you still gotta play hard and you know you want a victory um so going into with the win going into the regionals
0: hopefully is something that's gonna
4: we can keep kind of keep the ball
0: rolling a little bit. Yeah, it's also uh, got to be nice uh, as well that uh, you don't have to travel for the regional, right? Uh, as well, you guys are are the host uh, this yeah. year.
4: Uh, we got to protect our own
0: court. Uh, you can't,
4: you don't want to give somebody a black on not, you know, on your own on your court. Uh, but there's there's three or four teams that could probably pop up and sneak up and get us. So uh, it, it's not going to be
0: an easy, it's not going to be an easy regional. It's not going to be something that we can take lightly. So well, we we got to protect this court. Although oh, and enjoy the day as uh, everybody out there down there taking pictures and right. enjoying the uh, day. So right. I kind of got to refocus up, and uh, the real kind of second season begins on, on Monday. And Ed by uh, 0, no zero.
4: yep, Ed by zero zero, man, you can't can't. We haven't lost anybody. But, you know, I don't think that was necessarily a bad loss. So it's not, it's not, it's not. Start, it's not start next week. Start now, so, nah, so, nah. so uh, we're a two seed and one seed in our regional. So. Um, you know, the pressure's on us to go go get that go go win that tra- the
0: trophy home for us. All right, coach. Well, I appreciate you for it. Uh, coming up here and uh, joining me here on Senior right. Day and uh, go down and enjoy the take, festivities. Take, take some pictures, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you're being called to right. get some photos, so you appreciate right. it, coach. As uh, we'll uh, talk to him uh, next week, and uh, appreciate uh, John Eberger there for uh, joining me here in uh, the uh, post game. So. That will wrap it up here on a senior day uh, for this one. As again, Altamont victorious with 73-46, the uh, final score over Windsor's two straws. As Altamont will head into the regional at uh, 7 o'clock here on Monday against the 15th seed of Mulberry Grove uh, here. And uh, so however far Altamont goes in the postseason, we'll be there as well, covering it all, and we'll be there on Tuesday as well covering the uh, girls in postseason action as well. 7.30 is scheduled to tip off before that one. We do have St. Anthony and Salt Fork in front of us there in in Muwekwa, so uh, we'll keep you up to date with uh, that one, as that one goes along. But uh, 7.30 will be uh, the uh, start uh, there, potentially uh, for Altima and uh, Tuscola as the rematch of the uh, NTC-CIC shootout uh, there in Malikwa on Tuesday. Looking forward to that and looking forward to the postseason for the boys as well. So uh, we can't wait for it to start. And until then, thanks to Carter back at the studio for helping me getting on and off the air today. Certainly appreciate those efforts today as well as all season long as well. So uh, we'll be back on the air on a Monday. And, hey, uh, we got a, an Illini game to catch here in a little bit. Pre-game's already going on over at our sister station, nine the game, and uh, the Illini will be tipping off against Maryland there. I've uh, been very friendly to the Illini uh, there. We'll have all the coverage over there on 98.9, the uh, game, so uh, we'll be listening on to, to that on the way home. And uh, so we'll, we'll be back on Monday to recap that on the starting lineup and all of the uh, uh, games this weekend uh, from the regionals and uh, get you set for the boys' regionals as well all right that'll wrap it up here this is Travis Sparks with signing off have a great rest of your weekend everyone and we'll talk to you again on Monday and uh, we're back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM have a great rest of your day have a great rest of your weekend and ILL
8: and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local country financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own, no matter what it looks like.
1: You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at pecaninsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you.